Welcome to The Faithful Servant, a podcast reaching you in the midst of your battles where you can find hope, joy, wisdom, and healing. My name is Eric Howland, and at the end of the day, my hope is that I can hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. Welcome to The Faithful Servant podcast this week. We're going to dive into negative thoughts where they come from, what they are, how we're gonna overcome them, and also kind of what Paul tells the people in Philippi on negative thoughts or actually how we're supposed to think. But before I get into that, I wanna be completely open, honest, vulnerable, authentic about this because I had an incident this morning with my youngest daughter and we're going to dive into negative thoughts, but on where they come from and one place where they often come from is what other people say about us. And so my issue with my youngest daughter was I got a text message to, I needed to look at her text conversations with a couple of her friends. And to my displeasure, um, I was not pleased. See, I've tried to not only explain and talk to my daughters on how we're supposed to treat people, but I've also tried to strive and show them how to treat people. And she was not meeting those expectations. So as a parent, I wanna I wanna give I wanna give some words to you. You may feel like you're failing as a parent because your son or daughter is treating someone with disrespect and downright mean and borderline bullying someone else. And that wears on you. The best thing I could tell you, you have a right to be angry. You have a right to be stern. You have a right to hand out punishment, but you have the command to get them on the right path. You as a parent have to take a stance and redirect your children so they know the difference between what's right and what's wrong and how we need to create a society where we're treating people with love and kindness. And I had that wonderful opportunity this morning to have that experience, to be able to redirect one of my daughters. Was I stern? Absolutely. Was I angry? Hell yeah, I was angry. But I did it with love in my heart because I want my daughter to be able to love people.
So then let's just dive right into this topic of negative thoughts. Because if you're like me, I've, I've lived with negative thoughts. Sometimes it's a daily experience. And it's one I often have to overcome. See, my negative thoughts are really from just kind of how I view others or how I viewed other people's actions or how I viewed my own self, my own actions. Did I meet expectations? Did they meet expectations? And if they were fallen short, then I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy to be loved because this person walked away from me. And they eat inside of you. What that person did or what that person said just sits inside of you. And then that becomes your daily thought process. So you wake up in the morning and you're going, okay, today's going to be another day where someone's going to leave me. Today's going to be another day where I didn't meet my expectations. And it just keeps on going and going to where it's your lifestyle at that point. What you think is who you are. And my whole hope and my prayer is that that thought process changes to where you know who you are and whose you are. So that you can live a life full of joy, full of peace, full of love. So as you listen today, I hope that those things come out. That you can change the way you think to live a better life. And so for me, it's, it's something daily I have to focus on. It's something daily I have to dive myself into the Word of God. That's where I find my worth is in God. When we start to find worth or we're searching for worth in other people or other things, we're always chasing We're trying to fill that void in us that if I do this, maybe they'll stay. If I look differently, maybe people will want to be around me. And see, and all that does is leaves us desperate leaves us with always wanting more. And we're left dry. I had a great conversation in our men's group this week. If, you know, 
because I'm kind of in that place of dryness and I'm, I'm, I'm struggling some days. And this other guy in the men's group, he and I were going back and forth on what it's like to live in the desert. What it's, you know, it's dry, it's barren. It's where God wants to just prune you and strip away all the other things. It's where God is saying, I want you to focus on me. And we were going back and forth with this conversation of, yeah, but I, need, I, I don't want to be here. I don't want to have these negative thoughts. I don't, I don't want to live here. And I just quickly reminded him, we have to enjoy where we're at. Even though it may suck, even though it's not where we want to be, even though it's painful. Our thought process, the way we think about it, will change how we approach that. So if we go into that desert in that dry place and we're full of negative thoughts, all we're going to do each and every day is think negatively about that day. But if we go into that desert and go in, God, I find joy in this because you're working on me. I find peace knowing that you're in control and you're going to take care of me. Guess what happens? You celebrate being in the desert. That's how you overcome this. And I, I think I mentioned, you know, last year in a couple episodes, one of the things that I love doing is writing things on my bathroom mirror, reinforcing who I am. Because when we start that day, because I don't know if you're like me, the bathroom is the first place I visit when I wake up. So when I get to that mirror, having those positive thoughts to start my day changes how I live my day. So I would challenge you, you want to get out of the negative thought process, change the way you are doing things, change the way you think, change the way you wake up, change the way you go to bed. But I want to give you the flip side of why you should do this. And I want to take you to Philippians 4, 8 through 9, where Paul says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the peace of God will be with you. See, Paul 
comes out right right away in this verse and says, I want you to think about this. Whatever is noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy. Think about those things. He is saying to you, think positively. That's his command. That's how God wants us to think about life. And I'm going to tell a story right now. And I, this, I grew up with this man, small town of Blair, Nebraska. And I know if he was sitting right here, he would tell you to live this way. To live with a positive thought. To live each day. Unfortunately, he can't. Friday came. He didn't know it. It was going to be his last day. Developed a blood clot. That ultimately took his life. Forty-something-year-old man had the world ahead of him. And he would tell you right now to live always thinking positively. Because you don't know what's going to happen. So today, take Paul's words seriously. Write down in your heart, burn it into your brain. Whatever you can think of that is noble in your life, whatever is right in your life, whatever is pure in your life, whatever is lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy, write them down. When I think of what is pure, I look at my daughter who, even though she is being sternly talked to who has her dad very angry with her. I can see the pureness in her eyes that she never meant to hurt anyone. I can see in her words that she was sorry and she wants to do everything to make it right. And that's the other thing I think Paul hits on in this verse is 
being a witness to others. Because Paul says here, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. People, we are, we need to do a better job of showing this, not only to our kids, but to other people. Too many of us live with negative thoughts because of how we have treated people throughout the years. Or how we have treated ourselves. And the best thing we can do is show our kids, show our neighbors, show anyone what loving ourselves is. What loving others looks like. So put it into practice. Don't just talk about it at this point. Put it into practice. Change the way you're doing things. Don't just talk about it. Let your kids see it. Let your kids experience it. And here's the reward. Because I'm a believer that God rewards us when we stay faithful. And this is what it is. And the peace of God will be with you. How many of us out there want to live in peace? How many of us right now are living with anxiety? We're worrying about what other people think. We're worried about what other people are doing. We're worried about tomorrow. And all of our thoughts are just anxious. We're not calm. And God's saying, if you do this, my peace, my calmness will be with you. I know I would have my hand raised up if God said, Eric, here's, here's my peace. But here's what you need to do. You need to change the way you're thinking. You need to stop worrying. You need to stop those negative thoughts. Today is just a learning experience for me as a parent. But yet it's another example of how I can show what this is. I could take a negative situation and turn it into a positive. I can be vulnerable with my daughter. I can be authentic with my daughter to show her why we should do it this way. No one wants to think that they're less than what they are. But that's on us. That's on us to change how we think of ourselves. And I know this to be true. That when we do that, when we attack the day with a different positive outlook, with positive thoughts, 
that peace that we want will be there. And you will get to hear those words. Well done, my faithful servant. <laughs>